talking again My body's swimming Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre, break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. This week we are watching the 2011 comedy The Change Up, starring Ryan Reynolds, Jason Bateman and Leslie Mann. The IMDb plot synopsis for the film states, Dave is a married man with three kids and a loving wife, and Mitch is a single man who is at the prime of his sexual life. One fateful night when Mitch and Dave are peeing in a fountain, lightning strikes and they switch bodies. Preposterous. (laughs) (laughs) We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials. At the underscore Swapcast on Twitter, the Swapcast Podcast on Instagram, or search the Swapcast Podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. 100 iTunes reviews, and we will fulfill the most common fan request to review Face Off. Put your thumb up her butt. What? Stick your thumb up her butthole. Promise you it's nice, clean, you eat cake off Lady Starfish, okay? Uh, no. You put thumb up nice lady butthole, or I put my fist up yours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show this week. This is going to be a long haul. Hello. We're doing a double episode. So we're doing this. Watching the next film and then recording the next one after that. You so. shouldn't tell them because then they'll expect it to come out quicker. <laughs> <laughs> We're oh, doing yeah. this so that we can still bring out episodes while... While I'm on my honeymoon. Yeah. Yay, finally seven months later. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Lucy will be gallivanting around Europe. We wanted to make sure we still have an episode to put out for you guys. So we'll be doing that. Mm. To keep us going, Brendan will be making us Shirley Temples <laughs> at some point during this marathon sesh. The official drink of, of the Swapcast. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Unless we think it's terrible. But. Yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds like it's going to be really nice. It's just My sugar. mouth is it's like sugar. watering. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Before I forget, we got a really lovely shout out from an excellent podcast that I've been a fan of for years called Bad Gay Movies. So everybody, um, if you like our show, it'd probably be a good bet that you'll like their show as well. Um, search them on at um, Bad Gay Movies on Twitter or Google Bad Gay Movies. And they kind of do a similar thing to us, but for all the terrible low budget gay themed movies <laughs> that come out all the time. But I, yeah. I remember a few of those titles from the uh, the video store days. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's so many terrible gay movies. So, and they do when you a say really gay good movies. Do you mean like it's like rom coms with two male leads? Or uh, some talking? of them are like that. Or there's a, like a lot of like you know about boys coming out, like yeah. coming out. Or it's um, it's more to like to my understanding, it's more like 
uh, Christian movies, like a production house that like just makes something that's so geared towards being Christian. Like, would you agree? Yeah, yeah. So there's like there's a couple of main Mm. uh, production companies that just spit out these gay movies, Mm. and they all look the same. They all have the same terrible production values, but they know. You know, put a couple of shirtless guys in, have a sex scene. So it's or not two. call me by your name. It's no, like... <laughs> they would. They would never it's do like Adam and Steve or whatever. Yeah, they they've done Adam and Steve yeah. on the show. I used to so... work at a video store as well, yeah. an yeah. art house, and they, we had a queer a queer cinema section. Yeah, and I yeah. can remember a few of the titles. Um, but yeah, anyway, they they listened to our show and really enjoyed oh, it and so gave nice. us a special um shout out. So we're going to give you guys a shout out. Yes. back, Bill and the. Uh, Bad Gay Movies crew, thank you very much. Thank you. So nice. And uh, listen to the end of the episode for a special announcement, Bill. I think that you'll be pleased with. Ooh. <laughs> um, Is it going to be a mystery guest host? <laughs> <laughs> this week we're doing The Changer. I have no idea of what you guys think of this film because unlike normally we will watch the movie together. So yeah. this time we watched it separately so that we could do this double episode. So let's And not start. have to hang out for like 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my question to you guys, this is a return showing for two of the main stars. Ryan Reynolds was in Selfless, which we covered in episode six of our show. And Leslie Mann was, of course, in 17 again, which we covered in episode 17. Mm-hmm. Was this the high point? or low point in their body swap film careers. So we've we've got to go one or the other. We can't chuck it in the middle. <laughs> well, you, you put it wherever <laughs> you want, really. <laughs> I'll let I'll let Lisa go first. Okay, well, so I know for how, Leslie, what I'm allowed to say. Seventeen again is so good. Yeah, like really fun movie. Uh huh. So yeah, like I just wanted to pull Leslie Mann out of the TV and get her out of this mil- this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I just yeah. I it, of all the films for us to, us to not watch together. Yeah, I can't believe it was this one <laughs> because. Yeah, my God. Even though when we watch the films together, we try not to talk too much too, you know, because we try to save it for when we're recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I always, there's always some little quips from me and my God, I was like <laughs> screaming at I, the TV. I, on, my, on my notes, I have a whole list of, can't wait to hear <laughs> Lucy's comments. <laughs> yeah. I also have stuff like that for you, but it's all about how you I get know, to see I'm Leslie really... Mann naked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, and then I guess for Ryan Reynolds, I thought Selfless was pretty shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope when the, when I flip the coin to decide yeah, which, which one, one was better, one? It, it explodes and kills me because, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh. Your turn, Brendan. Brendan. Yeah. This is an easy one for me. I do not appreciate how they treated Leslie Land in this film. Yep. And I find it disgusting yep. and it's the worst film we've ever watched. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. All right. So I have to say I hated this movie. <laughs> hated it. I hated this movie. It is definitely worse than 17 again. Uh, yeah. I would definitely confidently say I Hated it more than well. I actually didn't hate Selfless. I thought it was an average film. Whereas yeah. I actively yeah, dislike this actually. film. I'm I wonder. My I wonder if I've ever actually seen this film because there's some scenes and I was like, I've never seen this. When did yeah. it come out? Because 2011. I, feel like I was not like woke enough. 
like I have seen it <laughs> and I was watching it again being like, how did I ever <laughs> let sit through this? Yeah, this film has dated worse oh than any of the 80s God. movies we've watched. I actually wrote it's like it was made in the 80s, yeah. it, but it wasn't. But worse. worse. Yeah. But actually worse. Yeah. Like uh, at one point Ryan Reynolds is watching Animal House in this film, which is a film yeah. that the politics. I wrote down. I this is that. like Animal House and Revenge of the Nerds. I wrote that down and then it comes up. It, well, this movie was disgusting. I was yeah. really worried at the end because I'm like, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of questions because <laughs> this is such a a straight white men yeah. <laughs> sort, of, <laughs> sort of film. So it's a dude bro I was like, production. Oh, but yeah. Brendan, like, you're not, I wouldn't lump you in with the, the fuckery of this film yeah. or who made it, <laughs> even though you're a straight white man. This was some bullshit. At I the, can't bear it. At the end, I was like, at least for Brendan's sake, you got to see Leslie Mann's boobs. But then I did some research and they weren't even her boobs. Really? Ever? No, they were prosthetics that were then CGI'd over. Wow. So, yeah, it was I did, completely fake. I did think that they, I love that on Paul's Google search history, it has a thing about Leslie Mann's booth, <laughs> even though he's gay. Well, um, I, I, I also did some research. But I watched like an interview with Leslie Mann and yeah. she said that was her favorite part she filmed. She loved it and thought it was hilarious. Apparently, the scene where she uh, is naked and they have like this slow-mo of her mm. walking mm. and like with sexy music and That's then she her. takes a giant dumb. Yeah. That was the scene she read on the script that, and she said, That's it. I need to do this movie. Right. She's like, That is it. Hilarious. This is a voice that she must be heard. Yeah, she apparently <laughs> read the scene over and over again. She's like, this is something that people need to see. And yeah. she signed on yeah. because of that scene. Yeah. What the actual fuck? <laughs> I know we I, all I want to love... talk about it more, but yeah. are we going to... Are we the plot? Well, I was just going to say, like, jump around Le- Leslie Mann is obviously the patron saint of this podcast. Yeah. You know? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh my God, we need to make an artwork for that. We need to make t-shirts. Um, we all love her. Yeah. But what the fuck? Like, yeah. what, the, what the fuck were you thinking, Leslie? We yeah. love you. Why yeah. are you doing this? Yeah. There was a part where she was crying because her husband, all, all the fuckery that's going on in her life and she's yeah. really upset. And I was just like, there is a special place in hell for somebody that makes Leslie Mann cry like that. And yeah. I, I, like I said, I just wanted to rip her out of the TV and just get her a better film role. I was just yeah, yeah. Well, so upset. All right, I'm going to like I'm going to say the plot of this film very quickly so we mm-hmm. can just get that out of the way yeah. because I feel like there's just a lot to talk about oh, in this so film. Much. So, so basically but, but, but just on that note, like I feel like it should be said like she did a lot of work with this script. Like there was such painful lines that were just blatant like exposition and <laughs> she I thought did a good job. That's all I wanted to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Right, she did as good as she could have yeah. in this, what the fuck <laughs> what this film was. So basically this film is about two best friends. One of them has become like a career man with uh, twins and another daughter. And the other one, yeah, he became a out of work actor who smokes weed all day. They go out drinking and they talk about how they like would like each other's lives. They're completely drunk, so they need a pee. So they both pee in a fountain. Citywide blackout happens. They cross they cross the streams, don't they? Yeah, when they cross their pee yeah. streams, and then they wake up in each other's bodies. Mm. One of them has to 
you know, pretend to be a lawyer for a while. The other one has to pretend to be an actor and really nothing else. And then they both realize what was good about their own lives, switch back, end of movie. Mm. Mm. So it's very much your generic body swap plot that we've seen a lot. Mm -hmm. It didn't really add much to it on a plot level. Yeah. I feel like this film thought the innovation was what if Freaky Friday but with poo poo and (laughs) sex and boobs? Yeah. I I, I don't know. I feel like I want to be a little more charitable than that. I feel like uh, the whole... As soon as they found out, like, you know, he just, he doesn't like pretend or anything. He just gets the fuck out of that, that house and goes and finds uh, Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and immediately they race in the car to find the fountain. Like, they're, they're just yeah. acting. And then they're like so messed up by it and find it so crazy that they're like, just physically, violently, like, strangling each other. Yeah, I actually wrote down, I liked that reaction. That was a new one because when he sees him for the first time, he's like, what the fuck, this guy is me. I need to kill him. he just starts strangling him and putting him to the floor. Yeah, Yeah. He starts gouging his eyes out. The half a star I would give this film comes from that scene. (laughs) (laughs) I think the main problem with this film is that both of the characters are just so supremely unlikable. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds' character in particular, he's everything <laughs> that that the uh, Me Too movement has worked against. Yeah. <laughs> he is like the Me Too movement in, yeah. encapsulated yeah. into a character. But at the same time, the Jason Bateman character, like I guess you're supposed to think he's the better guy, but he's totally fucking not. He's that fucking self-loathing, like yeah. he's got everything and just doesn't like care about and i just fucking hated it It, i I wrote down don't be either of these guys like don't be this guy when you grow up be daniel craig wearing the baby carrier like be (laughs) a man be a fucking great dad and own it and don't be don't be jason bateman and don't be fucking ryan reynolds character either horrible examples of human beings yeah like the stuff that was just coming out of Ryan Reynolds' mouth, yeah, like horrible transphobia, homophobia, yeah, consent, racist, consent, racist, yeah. yeah. It- like uh, so, there's in Jason Bateman's office. There's a uh, another lawyer played by Olivia Wilde. Oh, that was she's, really awkward. She's mm. like really beautiful and obviously intelligent for some reason never allowed to be in any of the board meetings with all the guys even though she's clearly more competent than most of them Mm -hmm. and every time she's in a scene with ryan reynolds whether he's in his own body or in jason bateman's body he's just making the worst comments to her like she'll be like oh do you want to come to the meeting he's like yeah i'll put my big fucking boner in your face and (laughs) what the Fuck. Yeah, horrendous. Like, is this supposed to be endearing or funny? And also, like, how unconvincing is it that Jason Bateman, as himself, would go to work and be, like, looking at Olivia Wilde and then, I'm like, you're married to Leslie Mann. Like, yeah. you poor thing. Like, it, yeah. it was just so stupid. Like, that Olivia Wilde character... It was supposed to be some sort of, uh, you know, archetype character. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like, she just had the male gaze all over her. Like, this film she was, was written. Yeah. yeah. This film was so male gazy. Yeah. And, like, to be, uh, you know, a bit selfish here, you got a film 
with Ryan Reynolds. Mm. And, and he's you, in a porno and he still doesn't have his shirt yeah, off. That's so <laughs> he does true. a porno oh scene. God. He doesn't have his shirt off. And then when he does have his shirt off for one scene of the film, he's only shot from the neck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Ryan fucking Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Make him work for it, for sure. Know, yeah. Like, Oh. But you know that Olivia Wilde character was just like she's like the the cool girl, you know, the like I drink beer, I swear, I'm like I like sports. Business. Yeah, I like sports. I'm business at work and I play hard. I, yeah. Like just disgusting, just a horribly written character. <laughs> and I I can just imagine her reading the script like I guess I have to do it. If yeah. I don't do this role, what other yeah. role am I going to get? Yeah, I was I'm, so And just the, the, the date, like the setup for the date, her boss is like, go on a date with this guy. <laughs> and it's supposed to be this funny moment. I'm like, oh, this is really... And she literally really says it on her. the date. As she begins the date, she's like, I'm only here because I... Um, my boss told me I had to be on this date and I don't want to lose my job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's literally me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so glad that because, you know, it is hard to gauge and obviously I'm always championing, championing this cause yeah, and like being yeah. mad about this kind of shit. Um, but I'm so glad that you guys hated it as well. Yeah. I can't well, believe I, I like... saw this and couldn't remember how fucking horrible it was. Uh, so you mentioned the, the porn scene. So... Yeah, um, that, that's why I'm like, did I ever see this? I don't recall this scene at all. Yeah, maybe like yeah. The, the, the cleaned uh, up version. So, um, yeah, when Jason Bateman is trying to beat Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ryan Reynolds has told him he has to go to it, this big film job that he got. Mm. He didn't know what it was. So he rocks up and when he rocks up, he realizes that it's a soft porno. Like the fact that this film was written and directed by people that have worked in the film industry, mm. obviously have no understanding of what working on a film set actually is. Mm. Like the, he goes to this set and kind of reads the lines for a couple of minutes and they just chuck him on the set. And it's kind of like everything is a surprise. Yeah. And then he has a sex scene with an old lady. Okay. She's not an old lady. She'd be like over 50. She's in like in her late 50s. But the film is playing it up as like she's the grossest thing on earth. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then like she's also got prosthetic CGI giant boobs. Are they CGI? Yeah. They're like look out. Yeah, they look out. They were crazy. Um, Yeah. So then he has a sex scene where he He doesn't take his pants off and he just dry humps her ass and then thumbs her ass Yeah, and then the director... So the whole scene, like, he's going from set to set and it's all done in one shot for some reason, even though that would not logistically work. (laughs) And then um, the director's shouting while the scene's going on, like, shove your thumb in her asshole. Yeah. And then he has, he's like bullied into doing it and he's crying while he's doing it. Yeah. And then it's like, well, this is, you know... As bad as it is that we're essentially like, I don't know, it's almost rape. It's it's like really gross. Let's just put something else in the street. How about some gay panic? Yeah. So then a gay guy walks in yep. and he has to like kiss, kiss the guy and he's all like grossed out mm. by it. Ugh, Rage. So yeah. Angry. It was so bad. Uh, yeah. I guess, like, I should have known what I was in for with this film. When film starts with the scene where he, Jason Bateman wakes up in the middle of the night and has to change his uh, twin's diapers, Diaper. and the baby 
projectile shits into his mouth. Yeah. And it's all done so explicitly as well. Like they CGI the baby's butt so that you see it expanding and then the poo comes out. (laughs) And then you see it all like dribble out of his mouth. And then his other baby, they've CGI'd it so that it's like repeatedly banging its head into the crib. Yeah, that was really disturbing too. It It looked like something from the exorcism horror imagery. So it's like not even funny in any way. All all to the uh to the soundtrack from Dating the Enemy. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the score was terrible Ugh. in this film. Mm. Um but that's like the tone like how do we establish the tone for our film? How about having a baby like projectile shit into our lead char- character's mouth? Like it's just so yeah, it Terrible. was a metaphor. Jason Bateman is... <laughs> the character was a fucking moron. Like, that was his own fault. Like, getting yeah. shat in his mouth by a child, that was his own fault. What about yeah. the baby scene in the kitchen, though? I sort of, I sort of had fun with that. Yeah, uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, when he's in Jason, Jason Bateman's body, he has to uh, feed the babies. Mm. So he takes them into the kitchen and just kind of puts them on the counter and then... The babies are just like intent on killing themselves. So like one of them's putting their finger in a in a socket, the other one's getting all knives and throwing them. Yeah, trying to stick its hand in the blender and yeah. I just found the CGI babies really disturbing. Mm. Yeah, in general. They they like cause you, obviously you can't do much with babies um on film sets. So uh at one point he has to like pour milk on the babies as well and the milk's obviously cgi it's just like that was so weird it looked like flour at first and i just this whole film it's like married life and children and like anything like remotely grown up is just the butt of every joke and i just found that really insulting i Mm. just where are the stories and i mean like not all films have to be amazing social woke pieces of cinema like yeah i, I want to watch a silly comedy as much as the next person but it was yeah. just like yeah i hated the narrative of of that everything that sort of like a bit yeah you uh, know yeah. things and that i dream about have having and happening in my life that was all just like women are gross they're disgusting <laughs> breastfeeding's disgusting babies are awful it's just like i hated it yeah actually you mentioned that about the breastfeeding so hmm. he, uh, when he wakes up for the first time in his new body yeah he turns around and leslie man is in the bed breastfeeding mm. one of the babies and he fucking freaks out. <laughs> yeah. out. He's like, put those boobs away. Like, yeah, that's like National angry. Geographic shit. Yeah, it was disgusting. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. And like... then there was another another joke about, you know, how um, the Ryan Reynolds character has a kind of rotating sex partner who's heavily pregnant, so he's got some weird fetish there. Yeah. He picked her up at a single parent thing. So just the, like the whole joke is that she's pregnant and that she's disgusting. It's yeah. like that a pregnant woman is just this vile creature. I just was found that very insulting. <laughs> and uh, like, I'm not pregnant, but I just have to <laughs> fucking fly the flag for all the women who've come before me because it was not okay. I feel like what that what they were trying to say with that scene was that Ryan Reynolds had chosen this pregnant woman mm. and was kind of enduring fucking her during the pregnancy so then he'd get the payoff afterwards of having this hot girlfriend after she had given birth to the baby oh really like 
that's the way I, because he was like, I've set this up for ages and you just ruined it for me. Like, because then he refuses to have sex with her because she's pregnant. Mm. And then he gets like super pissed off that he's ruined this, all these months of work. Right. Of like building up. Oh, yeah. But it just like doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would Ryan Reynolds, looking like Ryan Reynolds, need to make any compromises? Yeah. He could walk into any anywhere and, and get, get any, any girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just have to ignore the fact that he's got toxic personality. But yeah. Which I, I think a lot of people can, would. Can yeah, do. yeah, honest. Yeah. Like, especially you know, for the sort of relationship our, he wants. Yeah. yeah, spoilers for hot or not. Like, well, it's it's been established. It's been you know, established. If he's um, covered in shit, you'll you yeah. know you'll go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this did not endear me to him. Like, I already struggle with him a bit anyway. Yeah, and I'm just like, you are not pleading your case to me, buddy. Like, I'll plays, never forget that you were in this film. <laughs> he plays this role very convincingly mm. to the fact that you kind of wonder: mm. is this him? Is this his reality? Is this what he's like when he's you know, not? The way he always tweets about how awful, like how much he hates his children. I'm sort of like, I don't really understand that. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but that yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to find some and we'll read them later. <laughs> so yeah, for, for me, like I really like a film or, or a series with an asshole, and I and like that's what they were trying to do with with I guess. Uh, like specifically Ryan Reynolds' character, but also Jason Bateman was sort of as well. But I was trying to figure out why I couldn't enjoy this one. Like mm-hmm. I think of things like I really I don't know if you guys do, but like Larry David, like Curb mm-hmm. Your Enthusiasm, that sort of character. Um, but this just felt really gross, and like yeah. I, I don't know why I was trying to figure it but out. But you why. watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I feel like the the show's tone and the characters in the show. Well, it's self-aware, I, I guess. It's self-aware, and it's condemning him at yeah. the t- same time as you're endeared to him, but you're also Yeah, that's what I mean. Why wasn't, him. like, this you're supposed film, to be endeared to these characters, and what, like, what, why couldn't they do because that? Because this film, like, he was, like, you know, calling people fags and all this kind of mm. stuff. And the film just felt like it was like cheering him on. Yep, completely. Yeah. It was supporting everything. The punchline was him walking in and saying, hey, fags, and no one's reacting to it. And it's, Or like Jason Bateman was, but it's like we're supposed to be like, <laughs> no, he's like. You he's know. just saying what we all feel. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> okay, so go going back to that scene where Leslie Mann is naked and then takes a mm. dump in front of him. Now. As gross and stupid as that scene mm-hmm. is, I have to agree somewhat with his reaction to it. <laughs> I just don't understand the logic of anyone Ever who would with the door open? shit yes, with yeah. the That's door open. Completely. <laughs> like, it just seems like a rude thing to do mm. because yeah. the smell is going to travel. Like, the polite thing to do is close that door. Yeah, for sure. Like, does anyone shit with the door open? I, they're definitely out there, I, I reckon. I, I deal with the door closed. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's eyes are just like, what? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, yeah, I deal I with the know. door closed when, when anyone's home, not, not just Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I also am so like, I don't want a, uh, Katrina to hear anything. So I put music on yeah. when I go to the toilet. Yes, I'm the same. Yep, anyone the else, yep, if anyone sure. else is in the house, yep. the music's going on. Yeah. 
hey guys, I just need to go to the bathroom now and I need to put some music on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was stupid. I feel like maybe could could you argue that Leslie Mann was like taking a feminist stance on on that because but she was all sexy at the start and like the wind's going through her hair and she's naked and she like walks into the bathroom and she's all beautiful and then she just takes a massive dump so she's like fuck you for like leering at me or are you saying like leslie man the actress or leslie man the, the actress the actress i think that's what she probably thought mm. as an actress yeah. but as a character i don't get the motivation it's by. amazing how much <laughs> the climate has changed in, yeah, in such a short amount in of eight time. years yeah do you hear the good news king cobb and amalgamated agreed to go into binding mediation in two days wait, wait, wait hold on what do you mean wow two days so uh, i'll have my briefs on your desk by lunch that puts my balls on your chin by dinner that right there is schedule for sexual harassment awesome i guess uh when they swap bodies uh, Ryan Reynolds in Jason Bateman's body has to go to work for Jason Bateman and mm. pretend to be a lawyer. And the film posits that he's able to like yep. learn to be a lawyer in a week. Yep, I wrote yeah. became I wrote became a lawyer overnight slash became a rollerblading loser overnight. That's what their little <laughs> montages were that they were able to kind of take on each other's i'm like who the fuck can just go into a lawyer's office and like be doing torts and whatever the fuck all that legal jargon is you would have no fucking clue we watch so many of these films and i feel the ones that are more successful Mm -hmm. are the ones where the person is trying all they can to become the other person or do the right thing and because of their lack of knowledge or whatever they're thwarted Mm. in this film The first day he rocks up to work, he rocks up in, like, shit clothes. Uh, He's, like, stealing all snacks from the lunchroom and eating them and then in in the big important meeting and then acting like the meeting's a joke and, um, like, playing with his chair and... Uh, so that it interrupts the meeting and stuff. Making like fun of the Japanese. Making making racist <laughs> jokes oh, to, the, the the ra- to the Japanese people in the room. And I'm thinking, this is why it's not funny because this guy is just being an asshole. Yeah. That's not funny. It would be funny if he was trying to do the right thing yeah. and everything was going wrong, wrong yeah. despite yeah. his efforts yeah. because – but That's it's like the funny. character just is an asshole and he would have no friends. Like the mm. Jason Bateman – character would not have been friends with ryan reynolds yeah like, it's fair he enough that like, he wasn't inviting him to his yeah exactly it's like you're a horrible yeah. loser who can't who can't like read the room ever you don't know your audience you don't like you can't be appropriate in certain situations like what a fucking poor excuse of a human when we did our selfless review i'm pretty sure i mentioned the fact that the film never had a scene where ben kingsley once he got in ryan reynolds body didn't just like use his dick furiously. (laughs) This film actually did, to its credit, this film had a scene where Jason Bateman was jerking off with Ryan Ryan Reynolds' Reynolds dick. And, you know, it kind of crushed my soul that I didn't enjoy the scene. Mm. Like this should have been uh, the magnum opus. This should have been like the highlight of doing this podcast. (laughs) But it just wasn't. (laughs) Did you guys have any strong feelings about the masturbation scene? Why was he doing it in the bathroom? He's got a whole house to do it. And he's still like hiding the, in the bathroom. On the toilet, yeah. And watching yeah. it on, on his phone. He's what? watching some porn. candles. Yeah. <laughs> watching porn on the toilet 
on his phone. It's just, yeah, it's, it's 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 strange. I don't know. I guess for me, if I was in Ryan Reynolds' body and I decided, okay, time to masturbate. You'd be doing that in front of a mirror? I would be doing it in front of a mirror <laughs> with no clothes on. <laughs> and what's the whole deal with the Ryan Reynolds guy's house? Like, this guy's a loser. He doesn't have a job. He's barely, like, booking jobs as an actor in shitty commercials or light porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had, like, this cool loft apartment. Well, I think the implication that it was all bankrolled by his rich father. Mm, okay, But also... The film kind of was making it seem like it wasn't a nice house. Mm. So, like, when Olivia Wilde goes to the house, she's like, oh, it reminds me of, like, losing my virginity in college. Yeah, but she loved it. Which, yeah. again, that character, the, the, <laughs> the character development there, so stupid. But uh, speaking of real estate, did you mm. notice that the connection to our last film? It no. was the same house. No. <laughs> it was also <laughs> set in Atlanta. Yeah, there you go. So two Atlanta movies in a row. Oh. And both of the main characters lived in like cool lofts. So mm-hmm. I guess that's the thing to do in Atlanta, have like shit paying job and live in an amazing apartment. <laughs> if any of our uh, listeners yeah, right. live in okay. Atlanta, let us know if that's the real estate situation. If so, we might, might need to yeah, we might need to move there. What did you think of the acting? Like, I think it was the writing and the, like, mm-hmm. I don't think it was their fault, but I think that you couldn't differentiate between when they were being themselves or they were swapped. And the only thing was that Jason Bateman was swearing all the time. And, like, it was just a load of shit. Well, I think even when they're themselves, there mm. wasn't a huge differ- differentiation between the two yeah. performances. Yeah. So there wasn't really much to mine there mm. in terms like, of the differences. And, like, why make a swap movie without giving yeah. them a go there? Like that. Yeah, yeah they should have made Jason, Bateman, Jason Bateman's character a bit more stuffy, a bit more yeah. you know, stiff. And it would have created a bit more of a you know, juxtaposition. Something to play around with yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds, yeah, he's he, the only thing about his performance that was notable was that he said racist stuff and he said fuck a lot. Um, okay, another question. Um, if you were drunk out with a friend and you both needed to pee and you were in a park, would you pee in the fountain or would you pee against a tree? Yeah, the fountain seems like, like a that's strange disgusting. choice. Like the water in that's moving and like coming out of the statue and stuff. They fucking peed in the fountain. What they degenerates. S- they seem pretty excited about peeing in the oh. fountain as well. It seems like fun. Oh, okay, right. So that's but I, I am a I she, as we've established, I'm a shy peer. So I'd have to find a tree yeah. with a lot of coverage. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it in a public, uh, a public mall in front of everyone. Yeah, which they do at the end to swap back. So, I mean, I watched this on the big screen. Yeah, I'm in my house. So I don't know if you guys noticed. You were really searching for their dicks. Yeah, so like, (laughs) yeah, so usually when a film, a scene like this is filmed, they'll film it from behind or from like on an An angle. angle. Mm. But this film, like the camera was pointed right at their dicks while they're peeing. But there was no dicks there. It's like they had like micro penises and like it couldn't get past the zipper. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. it was like, um, they, you could tell they were holding, holding the something. little ho- hoses that the water was coming out yeah. of. And I only mention this because it was like two extended, a really long scene yeah. where the camera is pointed right at their crotches. Yeah. It just seemed weird. Like if you're going to give CGI boobs to Leslie Mann, at least CGI them some like and decent dicks. And that's another dicks. thing about it being male gazy. Like why not put the dick in there? Like you've said a million swear mm. words. You've said that there's been tits and like yeah. all kinds of things. Like this movie must have been R in America. Yeah. 
it fucking put the dick in. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. CGI it on. Fucking put some equality in there. Yeah, and well, I feel like if this film was made nowadays, they would have put the dick in. Put the dick in. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, though, that uh, Jason Bateman in an interview was talking about the his nude scene. And yes. that apparently, originally, he was in a, in a robe, but he, he was like, nah, it doesn't hit the mark enough. And so they went back and did reshoots specifically. When did he do nudity? I can't remember. So there's a scene where uh, Ryan Reynolds and Leslie Mann are in a room talking, and then Jason Bateman walks in and he's like, "I've got, I've got moles on my balls, balls or whatever," right. yeah. and Freckles, he's like completely yeah. naked and yeah. he's just cupping, cupping his, his balls. Yeah, his balls. We'll discuss that more in the hot or not, anyway. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, I guess all the all the female nudity was undercut by, like, humour. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of the similar thing where, you know, there's no nudity in this film that's just for titillation's sake, I guess. Mm. I can uh, attest for that. Yeah. There was nothing titillating about this film. <laughs> <laughs> Besides um, the titties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one scene that I thought was really strange, Ryan Reynolds manages in Jason Bateman's body to win this big account for the law, law firm Ugh. and... Getting that gets him the promotion to partner. Mm-hmm. So they have a celebration dinner to for his promotion to partner. So one, like, so what the weird. fuck? Like a celebration, like a formal sit-down, yeah. three-course meal, celebration dinner with 100 people in a hall. And they do a eulogy-type eulogy. <laughs> yeah. speech. Then they, like, start, like, this talking about life. his life story <laughs> with pictures of him as a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it was beyond. <laughs> I was so fucking... I was uh, just so confused at what that event was supposed to be. Yeah. They seemed like they had a lot of unnecessary events because then at mm. the end they had this an- anniversary thing as well. It's like it seemed really over the top for yeah. an anniversary as well. But I guess this film is very much like rich white male yeah. kind of completely divorced from any kind of reality they, like everyone... I don't know, it was pretty real when like they're in the 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 heated um, the heated uh, exchange with the other company, you know, trying to for the merger, yeah, or whatever. negotiating the Ugh. merger, and the there's a room full of white guys and there's someone being like, "Nah, fuck it, we can get a hundred million more." It's like fucking grabbing a girl and you know she wants it, oh, but she doesn't. Uh, yeah, I wrote this down God. and I, I wrote this down in my notes and then I was reading my you notes. You know what it's like, like, you know? I was reading my notes and I was like, what the fuck was that about? And I must have blocked it from my memory because I was so offended by yeah, it. Yeah, it was saying but about a Catholic schoolgirl school says girl. no, but you know she wants it. You know it. she I wants like, it. I was like, this is outrageous. <laughs> he literally uses, to uh, as an analogy for a business deal for millions of dollars uses mm. an analogy about forcing a Catholic schoolgirl, guilting a Catholic schoolgirl into giving up her virginity. Oh, ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. He was, re- he was reading the room. Um, yeah. What do you think that Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds and Leslie Mann, I guess, mm. and Olivia Wilde, what do you think they think of this film now? Like, what, do you reckon they would just hope that nobody's ever going back and watching it? Like, it, I can't understand that they would be proud Yeah. now. Like, if I said to Ryan Reynolds, oh, hi, Ryan Reynolds, daughter, uh, father of three children about mm. to be, like, you know, 
how do you feel about all those jokes you made in that movie? And I it don't wasn't think even he like, would give a fuck. It wasn't even like that it was a joke with the punchline and it served a purpose. It was just like the whole film was in bad taste. Like they wanted us to be laughing at those jokes. Like you said, it wasn't the Larry David thing. You weren't mm. watching it being like, look at this douchebag. It was like I know I sort of love Larry David. When yeah, <laughs> do you know side. what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Though you're supposed to think he's like you know George Costanza, like yeah, 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 like disgusting eating a block of cheese without a shirt on <laughs> type thing. It, it, this just like it assumed that we thought that that was funny. Yeah, and that we'd uh, you know be rooting for him to like be able mm. to like smash Olivia Wilde. When yeah. he's married to Leslie Mann, like yeah. we're like intensely like, oh, this. I hope this relationship is going really well. Yeah, <laughs> some bullshit. Uh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I I really don't think they would have a tro- problem with this film. I really, think Ryan Reynolds. Like, I feel like he. Yeah, you'd watch the Deadpool movies. I don't think I think this is his humor. I really feel like this is his humor. Yeah. And Jason Bateman, you know, during the last Arrest Development <gasps> yes! thing, when everybody was going at um, the mom, yeah, when everyone was attacking Jeffrey Tambor, and he defended him and like pretty much just told all the women yeah. on set to shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, but then there was a thing where the mom, the actress that plays the mom. Like said that T- Jeffrey Tambor had bullied her, and she cried, and nobody comforted her, and uh, everyone was piling in, and Jason, and Jason Bateman was really, oh, I agree, maybe they're both just actually assholes in real life. <laughs> yeah, mm, I'm so mad. It's like I, you know, normally we just pick apart, and you know, like we could talk about in the, in this movie, they did a thing that we have only seen once before, where there is a scene where they're the real, the real them is mm. there in the place of their swapped body. Do you understand what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And it's like nobody, you know, they're just sort of like doing what they're doing. Um, and that's not a thing we see in swap movies and we review swap movies all the time. I was like, I could talk about that, but I just, I'm so mad. I just don't want to give it any fucking airtime. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it did do one thing that we've been begging these movies to do. Jason Bateman in Ryan Reynolds' body mm-hmm. decides we are going to tell Leslie Mann that yeah. the swap has happened. I want to see my wife. Yeah. So we're just going to tell Once her. Once again, to its credit, that was yeah. something we hadn't seen. So they like. go there. They tell her. They use the tricks we always use. And like, she's like, tell me something I would only know. And she still doesn't believe yeah. them. I thought that was quite good. And yeah. I also wrote down Leslie Mann slapping these two upside the head is giving me a laugh. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I bet she fucking loved every minute of that and rightfully so. Yeah. Like that was well crafted because it wasn't her um going, All right, what what was that thing that happened to me that, you know, they sort of started with some things that he he should know, like what's her favorite colour, what's their anniversary? And as it. a terrible husband, he doesn't know anything about her. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, oh, how about I share this personal story?" And she's like, "How could you tell yeah. <laughs> tell my friend tell your friend that that was like between yes, you and which I. is what you would like. That is what that's how you would read exactly. it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. it was good. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, 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 wow, really? You're sure that's what you want? Absolutely. I like that. You're okay with that being on your body for, for like, forever? I, I feel pretty good about it. Who on earth goes on 
a date that they've been kind of forced to mm-hmm. by their boss and decides the correct capper to that date is going to get tattoos, like on a first date. Well, they established it. I have a funny it. story to <laughs> oh, tell. No. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> I went on a first date and uh-huh. we were both very drunk. And uh-huh. no, no, I had to rip his hands off the um, the door frame of the tattoo place. I'm like, we're not getting tattoos. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You just scared the fuck out of me. I yeah. thought this was going to end it. Like, way. He, he, he w- <laughs> if I didn't stop him, he would have done it. Of you? Uh, at, like, I think, uh, I don't know if I should. Have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, like, Olivia Wilde's character. Also, I thought her name was Olivia Munn this whole time, all through my notes. I've written <laughs> Olivia Munn. It's a different actress. Yeah. She got a tattoo near her vagina and then goes home and wants to have sex with Ryan Reynolds. Like, Instantly. that would hurt and get infected for sure. Yeah, and oh, that <laughs> scene was gross as well when she's getting the vagina tattoo and then, like, mm. every person working in the in the place decides that they need to inspect it. Yeah. I feel like the men that are inspecting there, that was the man that wrote the film, the man that directed the film, that was actually them. That's the vibe I'm getting of the whole production Mm. uh, of The Change Up. Boo! All right, now is the time for our favourite segment, Hot or Not. Take it away, Brendan. I'm going to do this as if I was Ryan Reynolds' character in (laughs) in The Change Up. Is she fucking hot? No, wait. It's the- <laughs> <laughs> fucking hot. Is she fucking not? Tell me if they're fucking hot, hot or not. And I don't care if they're consenting. <laughs> Everybody's an ugly <laughs> piece of shit who's pregnant or awful. And I hate other races. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Ryan Reynolds' uh, character would have said. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a difficult one to separate these actors. Yeah, what do you from go with the heart or the head? Yeah, especially because a few of these we've done. Mm. Yeah, so Ryan Reynolds. He will start with Ryan Reynolds. He's uh, a previous recipient of Hot for his role in um, Selfless. Mm-hmm. This may so, be his Leslie Mann Award. Man. Well, well, <laughs> call you, call you, call your, call your horses. Call your horses. <laughs> um, Leslie Mann, as of this moment, is not yet a a double hot a, a recipient. A double hot recipient. Yes. We've, our only double hot so far is that what, actress. That actress. I think it was, the consensus was <laughs> that it was going to be called the Leslie Mann Award. <laughs> yeah. So our only double hot recipient so far is Melora Hardin. So, does Ryan Reynolds join this prestigious club of double hot? Let's find out. I'm going to give him a hot. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's Ryan Reynolds. Like, Mm. he's just a beaut... Like, he's... Covered in shit. Misogynist. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, he's just so pretty to look at. I feel like this film, though, his, his look is really, like, not great. Like, uh, he's got shit hair. Vest and jeans. Like this terrible haircut. What was the vest? The vest was disgusting. The hair was disgusting. (laughs) But the vest was supposed to be good. He's like, I'm going to help you get dressed for this date. And he put him in a vest. I actually see my vest. Because he dressed himself first and then. And looked lovely. And then he comes in and goes, (laughs) 
as if you're wearing that. Yeah. You need to wear Let's this. Let's get a vest on you. Let's put the vest on you. I actually preferred the original outfit. To the vest? Yeah. Yep. Would you would you prefer to have sex with Ryan Reynolds covered in shit or wearing a vest? Um, wearing the vest. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's hot, and you know, as f- you know, we still got a scene where he was masturbating and describing his penis. So five stars. <laughs> it leans to the left, apparently. Yeah, leans to the left. So that's good mental imagery that I can use. <laughs> in later um, uh, yeah, mental gymnastics <laughs> I'm giving him a heart But the caveat It's probably best to put him on mute Brendan? This is like him at his worst This is like uh, that Just Friends look yeah. Like where he's like clean shaven and stuff And I guess he's an attractive man still But I don't think he's I'm not. I'm not going to give him a hug. I do agree that he does look better with the beard, but just a bit of stubble. But he like. did have the hairy. Ch- well, he had the hairy chest in this film, which I appreciate because, like, for Deadpool really and stuff, cool. he shaves it off. Mm, what? I just wouldn't have known that. That's what you would have picked. Okay. Okay. Mm. But it's groomed. It's not like it's just. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. don't want like you know gorilla fur, but <laughs> I think anything on the I think anything on the front is fine. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't need it to be cleaned up. Just nothing mm. on the back. Yeah. Like, just, you know, trim that bit. Anyway, okay, here's my opinion. <laughs> the the one like, you all came to hear. <laughs> the one you all came to hear. Yeah. He was 10% hotter when he was Jason Bateman's personality. Yeah. Because um, he was a tiny bit kinder, but still terrible. And uh-huh. I, I do struggle with Ryan Reynolds because I just... I don't know. He, I just don't think he would be very nice to me. Yeah. And so. He... <laughs> <laughs> to you personally, yeah. Yeah. Lucy yeah. Thomas. Yeah. yeah right. this, is how, <laughs> sure. this is how we evaluate these kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. He just looks like he'd be a bit of a fuck boy. Yeah. I'm not. It's, he's not getting a pass this time. <gasps> That's All not right. a consensus. He doesn't get a Leslie Mann award. So, no. do, do you, so to get a double hot, we're establishing needs to have three hots for both. I think it's just got to be a majority. Okay, so I guess I thought I thought he was a shoe in for no. the club, but I guess Ryan Reynolds not a double. Guess you got to make no. another swap, Phil, buddy. He's no Mallory Harden, like no. far out. <laughs> Jason Bateman, see above. Hot. It's the same thing. Same thing. It just it, playing such an asshole, just such a gross, crass character. Mm-hmm. Definitely can recognize that he's a handsome human being. Yeah, but just I can't sign off. All right, so you know. I guess, what's the difference? I always come off as the thirstiest person on this podcast. <laughs> Just lean into it. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to give him a heart. The I, don't, scene I, don't we, we... He's, I don't reckon he's mastered his hair yet, even mm, now. I don't reckon yeah. he knows really how to. He's got an interesting, like, cowlick sort of thing going on. I feel, I feel like it's, like, yeah. super thick. Yeah. And I feel like he shaves it and then lets it get a tiny bit too long. What like, would you do with his hair, Lucy? Pull it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Hold God. On. I'm blushing. <laughs> um, I... I'm going to give him a heart. He is more naked in this film than Ryan Reynolds for some reason. And you know what? It wasn't totally disappointing. He had a good rig on him. Mm. I can get behind what he's putting out there. Yeah. Personality of his character's trash, but yeah, I'm going to give him a heart. 
I just feel like that it, I had forgotten about that Arrested Development thing, and that's really sealed it for me. I'm like, <laughs> nah, Brendan. No, I, I don't. I don't know. I, it's. <laughs> I just uh, okay. Let's try. Um, just really like, would I? Would I, uh, I? I'm gonna give him a. Like, <laughs> How, this is the hardest it's ever been, and they're people that are very attractive. It uh, it's not even the conflict. Film. It's not such even the a... conflict. I'm just trying to think: is he an attractive man? That's that's the part I find difficult because some of you may not know, but I, I don't find men attractive, and so it's like mm. a real objective thing that I can't I'm, and I can't pin him. But you guys seem to make it sound like he is. Um, but because of this film, Lucy's not, and Paul mm. is shallow and. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give him a nut. That's my. That's me. Okay, so I don't think he's. This film's he's really fucked us, Paul. It fucked us up. <laughs> yeah, well, up is down, day is night. The next thing is uh, Leslie Mann, and uh, oh, sorry, and, and I need you to remember the fact that you just denied Ryan Reynolds his double hot and. It might be up to my vote to give Leslie Mann her <laughs> double hot because obviously she got a hot in uh, seventeen again. So mm-hmm. this, this well, could deserved. be this could be number two. So I'm feeling pretty confident. All right, so, yeah. you know, you know you love her. <laughs> uh, you could never. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll leave it to last, uh, Lucy. Hot or not? So hot. Love Leslie. Love her. Brendan? Even when she's shitting on the toilet. Yeah, I was going to say, I know I know that's going to make it harder for you, Paul, but I still think I'm giving her a hot. So, Leslie Mann, <laughs> do I give her a hot or do I deny it just to piss Brendan off? This I didn't the know question. this was a game of politics. I thought <laughs> you're, you're sullying the honour of hot or not. <laughs> <laughs> This is serious, Paul. This is a serious thing. I know. <laughs> Look, I do love Leslie, so I am going to rise above mm. my baser instincts to, you know, cut down sabotage. <laughs> um, I am going to give her a hot. The fact that her character shits with the door open would probably be the biggest strike against her. Yeah. But that being said, she just seemed like a lovely person. Probably shouldn't have put up with Jason Bateman for nah. as long as she did. Yeah. And I guess having weird, like, CGI'd boobs is also something that could be a strike against you. But um, <laughs> Do perform- you just believe that that was somebody's job to, like, construct those titties? Yeah. Out of computer-generated? They thought it was so important to this yeah. film's tone that why we see the boobs. Why didn't they just use a double? Boobs. I don't know. Like, why Do just not just shoot it? What, if you can shoot Ryan Reynolds from the neck up, why can't you shoot Leslie Mann from the neck up? Mm. Yeah. Well, see, that's the whole thing. of The, the women in this film were just being exploited. Fucking gross. Because that, that scene could have been done, like... A lot of women breastfeed in public a lot and you don't see both their tits. You don't even see the one that's feeding the child. Like yeah. Yeah. that scene could have easily worked. Yeah. 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 And she could have been wearing like some kind of like semi sheer, mm. you know, dressing gown, walking to the toilet. Didn't yeah. have to be completely naked. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh. She gets the double hot though. We need to make her like a ribbon, a yeah. trophy. She wins her own award. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it's only fair that Mallory Harden should get should be the recipient of like the hot or not double hot because she was the first. It has to be named after Okay, her. well it could be that, but 
it, Leslie Mann is the patron saint. Yeah, Leslie Mann is the patron saint of the podcast as a whole. Yeah, so she rules over. Valerie Harded is the the, the double uh, hot. The double hot. Um, we, we can discuss this at the an- annual general meeting, but I <laughs> I believe it should be Le- called a Leslie Mann. <laughs> it's funny because her name's Leslie Mann, not Leslie <laughs> Mann. Mann. <laughs> <laughs> what a man, what a man, what a man, what a muddy good man. <laughs> All right, so Olivia Wilde as the other lawyer. Um, super hot, but it was quite a severe time for like hair and makeup. So mm. she wore like very dark eyeliner, like on the bottom of her eyes and her hair was very dark. So yeah. she's like got nothing, but she's just aged like a fine wine. She's yeah. like... Really clued into. She's hitting all the the best angles for herself now. I think. Yeah. But she was still hot in this. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Brendan, I concur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's stunning. Mm. She's stunning in all her movies. She's got like such a nice energy to her as yeah. well. You just wish she wasn't in this film. It's like, <laughs> yeah, just run, run away. I want to see the the swap film where it's Leslie Mann and Olivia Wilde and they swap and they're just like and just hanging out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just not like being racist. Misogynistic, yeah. Because um, we have to do uh, an old man every time for Lucy. Who's the old guy? <laughs> Alan Arkin as Ryan Reynolds' dad. He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's a, handsome, he's a handsome man. Okay. Brendan? He seemed like a nice enough dude as well. Yeah, like, uh, I, I don't, uh, no. <laughs> he's a legend, like, as an actor. Yes, but, absolutely. Um, I'm giving him a nod. He's just, he's a bit too far gone for me. <laughs> I feel like Paul, the Paul could be a bit of an Alan Arkin in his older age. What do you reckon? Just because we're both bald. If you're I lucky. Just, same, same shape face. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, if I'm that age and I look like that, I wouldn't be upset. But you're still not Would you grow the sides heart? out? Would you grow the sides out if you get older? Sides of what? Yeah, your hair. Like, have, like, sideburns. Like, do the whole, like, where you're bald on top and then still have the side. If I'm not doing it now, I'm not doing it then. Yeah, but you're older, so it's, like, kind of cool. It's never (laughs) acceptable. It's never acceptable. (laughs) This will be my haircut forever. Unless I, like, win the lotto and get hair plugs or something. You son of a bitch! How dare you tell him that? God! Wow! What is wrong with you two? God, okay. no! Okay. Would you Relax like it that. if I told him that you have a ball that feels like two balls? So it's like you have three balls. Dave has three balls. A bouquet of balls. Bad, wow. bad! This idea fucking sucked. Now it's time for Opinion Swap, the segment where we scour through the internet to see what other people thought of today's movie. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think think the general consensus of this film is, by the way? If they're old reviews... Uh-huh. I reckon they, they'll love it. If they're new well, ones, I yeah. think they'll love it. <laughs> so this film has a 6.3 on IMDb, mm-hmm. uh, 25% Rotten Tomatoes score, Ooh. and 47% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Was this so, straight to DVD? I feel like it was a straight no, to DVD. No, no it went to cinemas. Ah. Did it? What does, how much did it make? Uh, actually, how much did it cost? That. Once again, that score really threw me. I think they spent everything on the cast. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a really ugly movie to look at. Yeah. it was very poorly shot. Yeah, like those like really speedy like close ups and and just like crazy. the oversaturated camera work. And yeah, the score was felt like it was a temp score. Even those opening like uh, title cards is just like yeah. a font in black yeah all right so this movie made 37 million dollars in the 
American box office, 38 internationally, so a total of 75 million, mm. which is a pretty decent amount for a comedy. Mm. What do you think the production budget? I don't know. I, I never know how to gauge these things. I don't know about Hollywood or fifty million's pretty like a common, a common yeah. amount. Yeah, fifty-two million. Oh, right. Yeah. So it did well. It was a success. Yeah, but isn't it usually like, like how much is pr- like a uh, marketing and stuff? Is oh that yeah, included? they they say a film should gross double one point five times its budget to mm-hmm. make a profit. So I guess in that metric. It hasn't, but I'm sure all like you know, Blu-ray sales and yeah. streaming, it would have it would have made a profit. I want to do a ceremonial burning of <laughs> of this film. If you've got it on DVD, send it to us, and I'll fucking throw it on the fire. <laughs> all right. So this one's from Adam Cook on Letterboxd. He writes, "It is hard to make an original body swap comedy." considering at least 10,000 were produced during the 1980s. But I'm struggling <laughs> <laughs> but I'm struggling to think of too many R-rated takes on the familiar story. Sadly, the R-rated humor here is obvious, crass and rarely funny. I'm going to sound like an old fart, but the current trend of gross-out humor really isn't all that appealing to me. It's not so much the fact that it has copious amounts of swearing or babies shitting into the father's mouth, but the fact that the swearing alone is supposed to be funny. It is a shame because the central casting of Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman works well against type and both have decent chemistry. Supporting casts are okay too, but all are rather wasted in their respective roles. As with all modern comedies, it is a good half an hour longer than it needs to be, and the sentimental streak doesn't sit well with the coarse gags. But with every comedy, the success comes down to how many times it makes you laugh. And frankly, this just isn't funny enough. Yeah, very good review. Yeah. I did actually think to mention that. I forgot. But um, yeah, the Heartswell music at the end. I'm like, don't pull this shit out now when you've been that film for fucking nearly two hours. (laughs) Now you're going to put this in? Nah, not having it. uh, Actually, one of my notes is uh, I did actually think that scene where Jason, um, like a... Ryan Reynolds is like watching this and it's just not satisfying that he's hearing all these stories about how great he is. And he's like, this isn't me. And and then like, there's that sort of swipe to his daughter touching his, you know, touching his hand or whatever. And you see it's actually Ryan Reynolds, not Jason Bateman. Do you remember this? Yeah. Yeah. And actually I sort of thought that was a, a bit of a touching moment. Like somehow it, it like sort of swept aside all the trash and for a moment, I was, I was like, oh. <laughs> I did cry in this film, but probably because I was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> you were emotionally I, abused by I it. I actually had to, I did have to pause this film and take a 20-minute nap to finish it. Because I was like, I it was can't. It was unusually long, like, wasn't it? It was longer was than... It? I thought... I, well, I feel like all the the beats of it, there was just a lot of like, oh, this is where we move on. And it's like, oh, actually... Still, I'm still happy being yeah, your body for a little bit longer. Doing that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was long. It was an hour and forty minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll never it get does back. Feel, it did feel a lot longer than that, Holy didn't it? Shit. Felt like Endgame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one's from Dale Nuaritz on Letterbox, who gives it four stars. Well, let's hear this. <laughs> Do you miss the body switching comedies that became prevalent in the late 1980s? Nope. You don't. Neither did I. Unless you really, really love vice versa. And no one really loves vice versa. You Disagree. <laughs> yeah, same. 
You haven't given body switching movies a second thought since at least Face Off. Yeah, I would never have thought to mention Vice Versa and Face Off in the same paragraph either, but here I am. This change up might very well be the best body switching comedy ever made. Not that this means you should care about it. I certainly didn't. But then I learned a fact about this film that changed everything, and I had to watch it immediately. This movie contains nude footage of Leslie Mann. I've always thought she was cute, but I never had a burning desire to see what was happening beneath her clothes. But my source told me she was hiding some real treasures and Best Buy had a Blu-ray on sale for $5. So I'm now the proud owner of the change up. And you know what? I have no regrets. I have masturbated to this many times. Uh, what a mess. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't, I and also, don't... those titties aren't even hers. They're fucking built by a computer. <laughs> so you're jerking off to fucking AI. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, I don't, I don't get the, like, I, I need a film that, like, you know, has some tits out and, and makes me laugh, like. Like he was the, the fact Why that he's like pass, pass, pass. Oh wait, someone's naked in it. Oh, oh, waste an hour and a half of my life. Like <laughs> this one's from Champion on Reddit, who says the Change Up is a movie where Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds switch bodies, giving Bateman the chance to use Ryan's dick to fuck Olivia Wilde. <laughs> Leslie Mann is Judd Apatow's wife. She acts in most of his films. In this one, she plays Bateman's wife, who gets the chance at being fucked by Ryan with Bateman's dick. That is a correct assessment of this <laughs> film, I guess. <laughs> Do you think they had sex? Because I... Like it definitely felt like the time frame, like like you said, Lucy, this film took forever. But mm. also, like when he decided to be a good a good father to to Bateman's children and stuff yeah. like that, like that time frame went by. Surely there was a bit of yeah. Well, I feel like he was ignoring her and it was making her feel bad. So then he would have probably gone like, I can't treat her this way anymore. So I have to fuck her <laughs> just to make her happy. Yeah, yeah. But she was that probably like, like oh, his... you make my vagina sad because you've been such a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. I'm closing up shop. Uh, this one's from Robbie Owen, who gives it two stars. I farted during the film's big <laughs> sentimental moment and it was the funniest thing that happened over the hour and 52 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree. Reading that review was the funniest thing that happened in this movie. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, Kyle F. on Amazon gives it five stars. One of Ryan Reynolds' better movies. Mm. I don't like a lot of Ryan Reynolds' movies, but this one is actually good. It teaches us to never take your family for granted, no matter how chaotic or out of control it may get. And it teaches those people who simply have no goals in life to get off your butt and do something with yourself if you don't want people to think you're just a freeloader. It didn't teach that, though. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't resolve that properly. Yeah. At the end, he's still got no job. Mm. And also, like, I don't quite understand the people watching all these body swap movies for, like, life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this really where you go for life advice? <laughs> yeah. All right, so last one. Uh, Timothy J. Johnson on Amazon gave it three stars. Standard. I was hoping for more samples of Ryan Reynolds' life before the change. Namely, he didn't hook up with a single girl before the change. After the change, I was surprised that, spoiler alert, Tatiana was pregnant. Even though she was still pretty, 
it really kind of gave the other guy and his body an easy way out. It would have been more of a challenge if she was a super trim supermodel and no one inside her womb. What? What? <laughs> oh, Christ. And that's why it grows $75 million. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is going on? <laughs> Hold on. What, 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 what's with all the heavy breathing? Are you jerking off? No, I'm not. Yes, 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 I am. Look, I, I never get this kind of privacy anymore. Isn't that kind of my dick, though? Is that weird? You ask yourself that. Sort of hooks to the side a bit. Use your left hand, you get a little bit more torque. Well, that's cool. Thank you, I think. So now we come to Tenuous Recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor, director, or theme. Or in Brendan's case, he will just be recommending Leslie Mann's Instagram this week. Does she have one? <laughs> yes, I follow it. <laughs> but I also follow Joe Depatow's. I, just... I follow Joe Depatow's, yeah. yeah. I want to I be a part of their family. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like how they didn't make it mean this week? Yeah, that was all right. It's just a truth bomb. <laughs> Still, like, just planting seeds of, like, you know, <laughs> insecurity within my marriage. Katrina <laughs> just, she listens to every episode, and all of a sudden, every episode, we're talking about the love of my life. <laughs> uh, I prefer you, Katrina, over Leslie Mann any day. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I give you a hot. Yay. Yeah, we all give you a hot, Katrina. <laughs> all right. So, Brendan. Start us off. Well, I, I don't want to have anything to do with this film. So <laughs> my recommendation is based on the film The Swap because this is a swap film and now it's a swap. What? <laughs> what? I should have made it a mean comment. This is bullshit. What do you mean? I don't understand. So he's giving us uh, uh, the, recommend- the tenuous <laughs> link is to a different moment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I've done. Mine's not going to be great either. So, uh, so uh, two of the characters of the swap <laughs> are Jake, are Jake and Burnham and Peyton List, who are both in the swap, but they're also in uh, Cobra Kai season two. So, have any of you guys watched Cobra Kai? No. So you're saying both of the leads of the swap are both in Cobra Kai? Yeah, both characters in Cobra Kai. Se- second season. So first okay. season is just the... What the fuck's button. Cobra Kai? So uh, YouTube originals, they've done... Um, uh, have, have, oh, you know what I'm no. talking about. Oh, so uh, yeah. So my recommendation is Cobra Kai, which is uh, they've taken um, the Karate Kid franchise and they've brought back uh, they've brought it back as a TV series mm-hmm. in which we're following the main, uh, the main villain of the, of the show... Um, sorry, of the series, William Zabka, uh, his character Johnny is, uh, he's all grown up. He's, you know, his life's gone nowhere. He's a deadbeat who, you know, has wow. like, you know, an aimless life. And uh, what was it? Uh, Ralph Marchio's character, uh, he's become a successful car dealership. He's got ads where he's like, you know, doing karate moves and stuff <laughs> like this. And so like, basically um, he, he, uh, meets this kid who um, has moved into his apartment block and he's being bullied at school and he's like, oh, like, can you teach me some karate? Because um, of a, an incident in which he's being bullied and 
um the guy the guy's bullying him like spill something on his car and so he just gets really annoyed and they like try to fight him and so he like beats them off and so uh beats them off (laughs) (laughs) you drop him beats them off I'm leaving beats them off. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. And so uh, basically he loses his job and this uh, this kid is like really keen to learn karate. And so he reopens Cobra Kai mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to make a make ends meet. And the, the whole series is about um, sort of him trying to like redeem himself and uh, he's trying to pick himself up. And Ralph Macchio hears that Cobra Kai is back and he's like, no, that can't happen. Do you remember Cobra Kai and what it was like and what it represents? And he's trying to shut it down. Ah. And it's sort of this conflicting thing where he's like almost the villain of the of the story now because he's like, basically, he you know, he's not forgiving him for who he was and can't see him for who he is now. And he's trying to basically ruin him. And mm. um, yeah, it's in the second season now. And uh, one of the characters is... Uh, well, two of the characters now are um, the uh, the characters from the swap, and uh, it's it's sort of aimed at. I would say it's aimed at yeah, like teenagers, really. Um, but I do get a lot of enjoyment out of it. It's a really easy watch, and if you like the Karate Kid franchise, I think you should give it a go. I reckon you'll really love it. Critics love this show. It's gotten a lot of praise. Um, it's a YouTube uh, premium show. But they're actually changing their business model. So soon, I don't know if it's happened yet or it will be happening very soon, all YouTube premium shows will be available for free on YouTube with ad supporting. So you used to have to subscribe to watch their originals, but they're changing that. So everyone will be able to watch Cobra Kai for free very soon. And it's the first one of their, their... I've watched a couple of their shows and they've never really done something that feels like a a feature it still feels youtube if you know what i mean yeah but this one is like i i, I recommend stepped up it. the production value i yeah i i give it a i, I give it a hot <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my connection is actually from the film we watched today the change up how original <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah i didn't want to do Actual bullshit like Brendan. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) so my connection is Neil H. Moritz, who produced The Change Up. Now, he is a powerhouse producer in Hollywood. He's done so many movies, a lot of like kind of the teeny crowd pleasing films from the 90s and the 2000s are here. So, like, I know what you did last summer, all the Fast and the Furious films, not another teen movie, 21 Jump Street. But the one I'm going to be recommending is a film he made in 1999, he produced, uh, which is one of my all-time favorite movies and just had its 20-year anniversary, which is Cruel Intentions. Oh, nice. It's hard to think that this film is 20 years old and Mm. I guess growing up as a 90s kid, like, Everyone saw this film, but there's like a whole generation of people now that haven't seen it. So Mm. I feel like it's time to start singing this film's praises again. Watching it for the 20th, you watched it on the 20th anniversary. Yes. Did it hold up? I still loved it. Yes, there are elements of this film that the politics behind it Mm. are a bit Mm. sketchy. Like 
there's characters doing some pretty terrible things that the film kind of forgives them for that I feel like a film made now wouldn't. Exactly. But there's also some other characters that were very much ahead of their time in terms of their sexual politics that I, I feel like it offsets that. And, and it, it did show things that films back then, it was pretty like out there for like a teen film to show such yeah. overt sexuality and have girls kissing and gay mm. sex scenes and uh, people just talking so frankly about sex. And it's just like a fun film um it's really sad though as well yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's funny but it's dramatic and uh it's a precursor for i i don't think gossip girl would exist yeah, if totally. cool intentions didn't exist so yeah such a good um, soundtrack too the soundtrack mm. is amazing like yeah. 90s i had excellence. the cd i had the cd <laughs> yeah. like i bought the soundtrack um sarah michelle geller is one of the leads is everything in this film like mm. i mean i was a buffy fanatic but this film is just completely something else from her and still loved it. Avoid the sequels. They're terrible. Hmm. Um, They were also uh, produced by Neil, uh, but definitely give this film a go. Amazing cast, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Philippe, Reese Witherspoon, Selma Blair. And that's a film that doesn't suffer from their male gaze problem. Uh Uh, You know, we've got the, you know, titillating shots of the girls kissing or whatever, but it definitely gave us that iconic Ryan Philippe butt shot that was I think awakened a lot in a lot of people uh, back in the 90s yeah I I don't recall that scene (laughs) I recall the goop from the mouth yeah when they're kissing (laughs) yeah and it's funny then Neil Neil Merritt's made not another teen movie like in 2001 they, with that parodied yeah. uh, Cruel Intentions. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Cruel Intentions. All right. Well, Paul's not going to like it, but this film just drove Join me, Lucy. Paul just dro- <laughs> This film just drove me so nuts <sighs> that I just refused to play along. And also like I can't. We've got the same connection. <laughs> I can't tell you to go and see Knocked Up or whatever. You know, like I'm yeah. not going to blow anybody's mind with telling you any any of those types of recommendations. Mm-hmm. So I uh, picked a film that does pass the Bechdel test mm-hmm. um, and is just like amazing girl power that this film was very much lacking. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not playing along, but I just <laughs> hated this movie and yeah. I just refused. It didn't. Des- it doesn't deserve a proper tenure with me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm picking nine to five with Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly motherfucking Parton. It's like yeah. maybe one of my favorite movies. So these girls will work together in a, like a shitty office where they've got a horrible boss and they're not friends exactly, but one night they all get high together after a very bad day at work and they kind of fantasize about kidnapping their boss and uh, kind of running things properly. And then through a series of hijinks, they do it. And he's like, yeah, a horrible creep. He's evil. Like, he's just a terrible boss. And then so they do it and they kind of transform their workplace and they unionize and they diversify and they put in childcare. And it's like, yeah, it's just amazing. They kill it. And it features the original um, Dolly Parton song, Nine to Five, in Mm -hmm. which she, there's a noise in it. Um, that you think is a typewriter, but it's actually Dolly Parton using her nails on like a wooden table. <laughs> like she's playing her nails like an instrument. Dolly Parton's such a queen and I love this movie. I think they might be remaking it or doing a sequel. They're, or... they're talking about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> they're, yeah they're th- oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> now they're 
they keep saying they're going to make a sequel with the original cast. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I would be I would be here for. I just love Dolly Parton so she's much. She's still alive. Yeah. Stop I, I it. I don't, know, I don't know these things. She has a theme park. She has... Doesn't mean you can, you can't, you're you immortal. Yeah. You she is, though. Walt Disney is. Walt Disney. <laughs> she's like singing duets with Miley Cyrus. Get yep. up with the times, dude. Okay. She's Dolly Parton's a queen. She? She'll live forever. <laughs> know. Yeah. You know who Miley fucking Cyrus is. Oh, Miley Cyrus, is. So, okay. Shut the fuck so up. So, it, it, 9 to 5 is a palate cleanser after such a load of shit, sexist. Yeah. Like, if you want to see women on screen at the same time, like, being hilarious and fucking ruling the world, watch 9 to 5. Do you feel like if we... Um... Stumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen, so what? I was going to say, like, as as the, uh, the meter plummets down on, like, women's rights and everything... When watching the change up, does it go up enough? Like, if you watch the two, do you even out? Well, you know what's hilarious? This movie was made in 1980. Nine to Five was made in 1980, (laughs) and it did more for women on screen and like women's rights, workers' rights than this fucking film did that was made 10 years ago. It's outrageous. So, I I watched Nine to Five for the first time last year. Yeah. And it's one of those films like working at the video store. There's certain films that, you know, everyone always rents because they're classics and you've never watched them before. So you have a kind of an idea of what they are without actually knowing what they are. And then you see it. Yeah. So I didn't expect the, all the kidnapping stuff. I just thought it was going to be like a workplace comedy. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, this is like a kidnapping romp. Like it's, it's, it's a fun movie. Um, I wouldn't say it's a perfect movie, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, at least we've given some you know, alternatives to watching this trash Yeah, I pile. just wrote capital letters palette cleanser because yeah. you need one. Apologies to anyone that watched this to watch, to listen to this episode. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I want to go back in time. Remember when Paul said we were going to be watching it and we were like, cool. <laughs> I want to go back in time if I can punch myself. I honestly did not expect this reaction. Like I, th- I thought this was going to be a good movie. So did I. I thought this was going to be I I a passable movie at least. Good. Yeah. I don't know why I av- avoided it because it seems like it would like be up my alley. Yeah, Jason like, Bateman and Ryan Reynolds and Leslie Mann. Like, like I like body swap movies. Great. I yeah. like these this cast. Like, yeah. why didn't I watch this film? But I guess subconsciously I was doing trust myself. Your a, gut. Yeah, because yeah, that's. Like, yep. once again, watching some interviews, they did seem to really enjoy each other and enjoy their company. I don't know if they realize, I think they were just having how fun. How horribly they're going to come across. Yeah, yeah. And how 10 years later, someone, three like ragtag kids will <laughs> review this film for a body swap podcast and fucking rip it apart. Yep. Mm. Oh, well. Don't tag Ryan Reynolds or Jason Bateman in any of the promotion. Like maybe they need a little. <laughs> they need a little um, dose of cold hard reality. Fuck that noise. We're not quitting. I think you can do better, Ted. I beg your pardon. I don't see anybody headed for the door. Listen to me. It's just like trying to fuck a Catholic girl who keeps saying, "No, no, no, I don't want to. I'm really, really drunk, and you're circumcised." But she keeps on making out with you. She's not leaving your funeral. Means she really wants to. She just needs a little bit of a nudge, right? A little bit of a coax, a little bit of a tickle, just to rationalize it to herself, to her God. Do you know what I mean? So, next episode, let's bring it back to the beginning when I said there was going to be a reveal for mm-hmm. our for Bill and the Bad Gay Movies group. So they actually messaged me and did a asked and did a recommendation. Ooh. So it's time to fulfill that recommendation. And we do that if you. You know, if you're out there, you're listening, and you think we should do a certain film, we yeah. take we take we take requests. Do you know what's my favorite though? When people say you should do this, and I'll be like, 
we've done that. You haven't listened to it. <laughs> you think? fuckhead. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he has requested the 1991 comedy Switch. Okay. Uh, so this stars Ellen Barkin and Jimmy Smith. And the IMD plot synopsis is... A sexist womanizer is killed by one of his former lovers and then is reincarnated as a woman. And Reincarnation. Yeah. (laughs) I've done like a little bit of research to prepare. I think this is going to be a crazy one. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, So I don't know what we're going to think of it, but from what I read, what I've been reading, yeah, it's going to be an interesting episode. Wow. um, Thanks, Bill, for your recommendation. So and, it's uh, not very gay. I was expecting it to be like, you know. There's gay stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, th- yeah. So thank you again for your recommendation and thank you for your shout out. Thanks again for the shout out on yeah. your podcast. Everyone listens to bad gay movies. Up. Don't stop listening to us. Mm-hmm. Also listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. Bye. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Brown Town Studios. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.